0: Hey everybody and welcome to the Katie Weaver Show. This is Katie. I'm your host and I'm so happy to be here. I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday. If you are listening live, it is the 25th of... February. I almost said October. Get that. (laughs) February. Uh, It is 11 a.m. Pacific time and I'm just thrilled to be here. So I'm glad that you guys are here joining me. I want to let you know that if you are live, we are over in the chat room and you can find that by heading over to 12radio.com and clicking on the chat button and you'll find me over there. Now, Click chat, it'll redirect you into the Facebook chat room, and that's where you'll see others chatting. It is a secret group, so you'll want to ask for entry, but Scott will happily let you in the room. So that is how it works. I want to let you know I am live streaming this event from the chat room here on Facebook, but also from YouTube. And you can find that, that's Domestic Mystic on YouTube, so if you would rather watch the live stream... And you're not on Facebook, you can do that over at YouTube. I want to let you know that I'm keeping an eye on the chat from both live streams as well, the comment section. So if you throw a question up in there, I will try to get to it. So don't want to leave anyone out if possible. Actually, I'm excited that you're in the live stream today because I have all kinds of show and tell going on. You guys know I've had a ton of creative projects in the works for the last little bit, and I finally have a few things to show for myself. <laughs> so I'm excited to be here and show you some of the stuff I've been working on. It's fun. It's good. This uh, this season, you know, from January really to now, in some ways it feels like we've been moving through a lot of sludge, but honestly I feel like I've gotten a lot of creative energy Out. I've worked on a lot of stuff that's important to me. So in some ways, I feel like uh, it's been a good thing. So I hope it's been a good thing for you guys as well. Okay, well, back to that chat room. I see many of you popping up in there. And I'm definitely going to have some time later in the show for readings. What I want to talk about today is ethereal alchemy. I've talked about it on the show lots of times. I've taught some classes. But it is the theory of using some of the natural world elements to create healing. So we may be talking about using crystals or using plants or using metals to, and and the ethereal nature of it, the spirit of them, to create healing in the physical body. And that's a healing modality that I've been practicing for years with a lot of success. And so I want to share it with you guys. Uh, more and more, you know, I mean, we do work like that here on the show all the time, but that's my focus today. So if you need a reading or some energy work, feel free to throw your question up. I promise I won't get to all of you, but I'll do my best to get to most of you. How's that? So (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I will and maybe I won't. We never know. But I have a couple of new things starting that I'm excited to share with you. One is that CA and I are teaming up to bring you a a once-a-month readings show on Wednesdays. So it will be on Wednesdays from 10 a.m. Pacific to – well, it's for two hours. So it's the 10 a.m. Pacific and the 11 a.m. Pacific time slots. And what we're doing is we're going to be featuring lots of different readers from Once You Listen and inviting them to come on, and we'll do a readings show together so that you guys can get to know some of our readers over there a little bit better and, you know, experience some readings from them. So to kick it off, this week it will just be CA and myself. But uh, I think that that's a good way to get it started and I think we'll enjoy it uh, together, all of us. And I'm way excited for you guys to come and be a part of it. So that's happening again tomorrow on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific. So we will be right after the Christine Dumarier show. So that's happening tomorrow. So yay. So as we're talking here, I'm throwing a few pictures up in the chat room, but I'm going to show you guys a bunch of stuff too. So as you know, I have been working for a while now on figuring out how to work with pouring cremains into resin. It's a product, a service that I want to offer Uh, you know, two two people, (laughs) two who've had a loss particularly, right? So anyway, I've been working on this project for quite some time. Well, for weeks, uh, just perfecting it. And I have some product now that I'm really excited to share with you and show you and just some uh, magical tools as well. So I've talked a lot about Organite on this show and others, but what Organite is, is it is suspending... Crystals and metals into resin in a way that they can, their power can accumulate or their energy can accumulate. And Organite does really cool things. It's really great for balancing the energy body. It's really great for creating uh, a clearing space, a safe space from EMFs. People use Organite to help them sleep, to help keep them clear from various things. It's pretty cool stuff. So, I've been making organite for years and, uh, you know, last fall I started working with learning how to pour organite and flowers together because you guys, many of you know that I do a lot of plant magic and in doing plant magic, it's really fun to be able to combine, uh, you know, I thought that I could combine the plant magic along with the organite, energy and really create really magical, powerful pieces. And so that's what I have done. So I want to share a couple of pieces with you for fun. Um, This one, and their pictures are in the chat room as well, but this is a piece to help build your self-esteem. It's a pyramid. It has three layers in it. So the bottom layer is uh, shaved brass. The center layer is citrine. And then the top layer is a yellow rose. And it is just stunning. So that'll be going on my Etsy, in my Etsy store. But isn't that pretty? Really love that one. And then I want to share a piece with you that is for uh, opening your own heart, for working on your heart. It is in the shape of a jewel or a gem. It has a peach flower in the top of it and then peach moonstone and copper. In the bottom so these two again these are charms they're magical charms to help you to create that alchemy that you're working on so this piece is actually already sold It's uh, I was waiting for Scott to polish it so I could get it off to its owner so hopefully she's watching and she knows it's done <laughs> So, but I'll make more of these for sure um, anyway so that's some of the alchemy some of the magic I've been working on but I have some other pieces that I wanted to share because I'm finally done with them so this is another one of the the ones that looks like a gem, but this one has cremains. So in the top of it, it there is a red rose, and then it has peach moonstone, and then it has cremains. It has a good layer of cremains from a client of mine's beloved dog. So this will be going to her here in the next few days. But it's a really fun. It's you know it's just a neat little handheld memorial piece for an animal you could do this with human cremains as well but one of the things that i was working on a lot were my little paw print keychains so i've poured them in lots of different colors now and they also are getting ready to uh, have hardware today so they can go out to their new owners their families but these all have a layer of cremains within them as well Lots of people told me that their dogs uh, rode with them in their cars. And so they wanted to have some of their, the idea of having their cremains with them in some way in their car or their ashes with them was, you know, like keeping them with them. So really love the paw prints. I think that's really fun. So these will be keychains at the end of the day. And then the pendants. So I've been working on pendants as well. So I'm sharing. There's lots of pictures in the chat room if you're not in the chat. Hopefully, either way, you're in one of the live streams so that you're seeing what I'm showing you. But this is a set of angel wings that is poured with cremains and then is has uh, got a pink backing on it. But I think this is a really, really special piece. Pretty cool. I'm just excited, you guys. I'm really excited to see these come together. Now I'm super excited to get them to their rightful owners so that they can hopefully be excited, too. So one of them I've been pouring is this little, like it looks like a perfume bottle. And it has, you know, a layer of cremains inside of it, which I thought was pretty cool. So, and then lastly, just these little gems. So I'm showing you a little, uh, this is a teal, little teardrop shaped pendant that has cremains in it, as well as a pink one and a green one so I don't know they're kind of hard to see actually but I did put pictures in the chat as well so anyway I promised some show and tell so there you go that is what I've been working on tirelessly I've poured a lot of failures (laughs) and that's okay that was the point right to keep working on this until it became what I wanted it to be so uh, you, you, you cannot be successful sometimes without a little bit of failure so I'm good on that but the other thing I told you guys about last week were the crystal blankets I've been working on. And I'm finally, finally done with a couple. So I wanted to share those with you as well. So this one, and there's pictures in the chat too, but this one is, uh, it's purple. It's covered in butterflies. This is the prettiest fabric. It's got organza bags sewn into it to put your crystals in. Uh, the fabric itself is a very satiny, purple, gorgeous piece. (laughs) So that's what they look like. And the idea behind them is that they have, Five pockets sewn into them so that you can put your crystals into them and then lay that over you or put it around your shoulders like a meditation shawl and basically have a moving crystal grid over you. And so I talked about that a lot last week, but I've been sewing these for years and they're really cool. They're a cool gift for one, but especially for yourself, but I absolutely love these. I have, uh, here in my office, I actually have two, um, hanging in windows (laughs) that I've had forever because they uh, blocked out the light well, but they're just pretty too. But at any rate, that's, so there it is. I've been talking forever that I've got a lot of creative projects getting ready to launch. So we have finally launched. I finally have a few things to show for all of the effort I've been putting in. So there you go. Well, let's move on to lots more exciting stuff. Again, I want to let you know that I am going to do readings from the chat today. So you can post your questions in the chat room. Uh, or in either of the live streams, and I'll do my best to pick up on that. So I am live streaming from Domestic Mystic over at YouTube, and I'm live streaming right here in the chat room, so you can see it either way. But the last big piece of news I have to share is that Christy and I are teaming back up to make a new podcast. So the Psychic Sisters are coming back to the airwaves, not live, but in podcast form. And we have a brand new show launching called – it's a new podcast launching, I should say – called Psychic Sisters Paranormal. What? No, it isn't. (laughs) Listen to me. It's called True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. So what we are doing – Christy and I are both crime junkies. True crime junkies have been forever and ever. I think our mom was. That must be where that came from. But anyway – and of course we both uh, are experts in paranormal uh, you know you know all that work but anyway so we are teaming up so we're we're choosing cases that are very interesting that are crimes but also have some kind of a paranormal slant to them or maybe could and so the first part of the podcast will be spent reporting you know, really hashing out the crime itself. And then the second half of it will be the psychic analysis of the paranormal aspects of it and what we believe happened. So that is coming soon. You can find it. We're actually going to be launching our first episode next Monday. So you'll find it on iTunes. You'll find it at Spotify, at TuneIn, on YouTube, Pretty much any platform that you listen to your podcasts on, you should be able to find it. So that's coming, and we're way excited. I know many of you have missed hearing the Psychic Sisters on the air together, and we have missed being on the air together. So we're way excited to be coming back. So watch for it, and definitely when it launches, you know I'll probably talk about it plenty on my Facebook page here. And there's an ad for it in Luminous, just all the good stuff. So Check it out. And if you see a crime that you think is something that would be interesting for us to cover, let us know. We would love to hear about it. All right. Our first show, actually, we're talking the Dyatlov Pass incident, which you may have already heard me talk about because Kai reported it on Strange Phenomena and Mysteries last month. I fell so in love with this case and researched it and have talked about it so much that Christy was like, I think that's the first thing we should do because it's so freaking interesting. So that's what we're doing. So big props to Kai, honestly, for uh, introducing me to that case in the first place. And it is fascinating, really interesting stuff. So, all righty. I would love to take a minute to look at Luminous Magazine with you guys. As you know, I publish a magazine every single week with a crew of my friends over at uh, From One to Listen, a bunch of my, the psychic advisors over there team up with me and we publish Luminous Magazine. You can find it a link in the chat, uh, in either of the chats, but you can also find it over at katie-weaver.com. You can just click on it there and follow along with me and read it if you'd like and right there at katie-weaver.com you can subscribe to so that you would be receiving it every week in your inbox. So however you do it totally up to you but I would love to send it to you but let's take a quick look. So I really love the cover this week. For some reason I just was feeling trees. I was I looked at uh, I won't even tell you how many (laughs) How long I took choosing the cover this week. I'm really enamored with ancient trees, old trees, craggy trees, weird trees. There's something so magical about that. So, loving the cover this week. And this will be our last week of all of the Valentine theme. Of course, I think everyone's probably ready for the hearts to go away. <laughs> so, uh, in the note from me, I did uh, I talked about how sunny and nice it is here. Uh, It's cold, but the sun is shining like crazy. I've had all my blinds open. I have uh, prisms that hang in my windows, so I've got rainbows dancing all over my house, and it just feels amazing. So really, really loving getting all that sunshine this week. Good stuff. I called the magazine The Happiness is an Inside Job Edition because I do feel like, you know, by and large, we live in a world where... We have so many reasons to judge ourselves. We have so many reasons to be hard on ourselves. And we don't give ourselves enough reasons to just be happy where we are. I feel like we are in a place where we can definitely choose our own happiness. Now, does that mean you're going to be happy every day? Probably not. Does that mean you have to be happy every second? No. And I think it's dangerous for us to ever suggest that. Of course, you're going to have mad moments, sad moments. Of course, you're going to have low times. You know, that's normal. Everybody goes through that. However, it is very possible for all of us to continue to seek out the things that make us happy. Even if in the hardest of times, even in the bleakest of times, there are things. There are things that you can pick out of the darkness that bring you joy, even if it's just for a few minutes. And so I do believe That happiness, by and large, is an inside job. I see it sometimes with me, with my kids, with others, that we focus sometimes a little too much on the things that make us unhappy and forget to put our focus on the things that do bring us joy. And I think it's a good reminder sometimes that we need to remember that focusing on things that make us happy and bring us joy are is the way to raise your vibration is the way to raise your frequency and it's the way to attract more of the same into your world. So in thinking about that, you know, I hope that we can all sometimes take a step back from the things that are bringing us an enormous amount of stress or unhappiness and see something different. In my musings this week, I shared a quote from Goldie Hahn. She says, "If we can just let go, and trust that things will work out the way they're supposed to, without trying to control the outcome, then we can begin to enjoy the moment more fully. The joy of freedom it brings becomes more pleasurable than the experience itself. And I really loved that, the idea of freedom. You know, there is uh, a theory, that fuck it theory, you know, that when you can finally just say, fuck it, I don't care, I'm going to let it be what it is. That there is a lot of joy, there is a lot of freedom, there is a lot of release in that, and relief in that as well. And I feel like at this moment, maybe that's what we need more than anything, right? Is permission to say, I'm letting go of this, I'm letting go of the outcome, I'm going to allow it to be what it is, and I'm going to take the gems from it, I'm going to take the growth from it, I'm going to take the things that bring me joy, and I'm going to take the lessons, and I'm going to move forward. So, I really like that. I appreciated that quote. All righty. Kai this week brings us an article called Soul, Turning the Box Inside Out, talking about what defines our soul. And here's what she says. She says the first three definitions of soul, as defined by Merriam-Webster, are the immaterial essence, animating principle, or actuating cause of an individual. The spiritual principle embodied in human beings, all rational and spiritual beings, or the universe, and three, a person's total self. She goes on to talk about many different theories of the soul, Hindu, uh, Sayaka, Buddhist thought, many other things. Really, really interesting, well-researched and well-thought-out article, Kai. I really appreciated it. It is a very interesting question. What indeed is the soul? When I was a kid, it was illustrated to me once in church by a hand and a glove. And so the glove representing the body and the hand representing the soul, putting the hand or the spirit, putting the hand in the glove, and then the glove is animated, right? The glove can pick things up. The gloves can do whatever the hand tells it to. But when you remove the hand, then the glove is just a shell, right? And that's how it was always explained or shown to me as a kid. I mean, it's much, much deeper than that, but that's the analogy I always kind of go back to. When my grandma died, my dad's mom, he was holding her hand. And after she passed, he told me that he felt her hand, he, he felt her soul slide out of her body. He said, I don't know if I can really explain exactly what I felt, but he said, I was holding her hand and it almost felt like something slipped through my palm, but I was still holding her hand and then she was gone. And I've always thought that was so interesting. He was so, uh, he was so touched, blown away by that experience, you know? And he, he told me, he said, you are not going to believe this, but, I felt her spirit leave her body. I felt it slide out. And I, of course, did believe it. (laughs) But I just thought that was pretty cool. I was very uh, interested in that. There are other studies of noetics that claim that when the soul leaves the body, the body actually loses a minuscule amount of weight. A tiny change happens in the weight of a body when the soul leaves it, when the spirit leaves the body. Pretty interesting stuff. I'm sure there's a lot more there that we don't know, and it's probably a conversation we could have all day, but let's not. Let's keep moving. But anyway, thank you, Kai, for that article. I loved it, and I hope you guys have a chance to read it and think about it. The tip of the week that I shared this week are affirmations to move through fear. I am growing in confidence each and every day, I think that's a really important one. I actually put this postcard together when my daughter was leaving for college. And she was already, and this is a very confident put together kid, but suddenly she got scared, like really freaked out and kind of had a panic moment like, oh my God, I can't do this. What do I think I'm doing? You know, this isn't, I, I can't. And we talked a lot about, you know, obviously, yes, you can, but We talked a lot about using good affirmations, positive affirmations to move through fear. And so I posted them, you know, put them together as a postcard because we all have those panic moments. I can remember being in the hospital, prepped for a C-section to have my first baby. And I suddenly didn't want to do it anymore. And I literally started trying to put my clothes on and gather up my stuff and my poor husband is going, no, you can't, you have to have the baby. And I said, no, I don't want to do this. I changed my mind. I'm going home. And <laughs> didn't work out. I had to stay and have the baby. But, uh, you know, I just had that panic moment of, holy shit, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have surgery. Maybe I don't want to have a baby. I just don't want to do this right now. I'm leaving. But, and we've all had those moments, right? where you have to work yourself through it. Now, I know that is a very drastic, uh, dramatic (laughs) example, but I've laughed about it for years that I actually thought I could just go home. But so we'll go back. I am growing in confidence each and every day. My goals are stronger than my doubts. I am strong, independent, and courageous. Sometimes I think we all need an opportunity to remind ourselves of that right? I am strong, independent, and courageous. I can do it. My goals are stronger than my fears. Sometimes we all need a moment to just be able to step back and remember that truth, because the world will whisper to us over and over again that you can't, right? And yet, what's true? What's true? Yes, you can. I truly believe that you can really do whatever you want to do. I mean, can you be a brain surgeon tomorrow? No. But can you be a brain surgeon? Who's to say you can't? Obviously, it would take all of the steps necessary, right? It would take a lot of time in school. It would take a lot of time studying. It would take a lot of time perhaps working with a tutor and doing all of the things you would have to do. But yes, you can. I think that so often we, it's easy to dream big, but when the rubber hits the road, we get scared. You know, and then the excuses come. Sometimes we simply decide that this isn't actually something we want and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think a lot of time we just, we let our fear overwhelm us and I wish we didn't. I wish uh, we could find a way through that a little bit more uh, courageously than we we do. And yet, what can we do, right? We can keep encouraging each other. We can keep reminding each other. One thing you can do is you can always support the crazy dream, Right. Whoever in your life has the crazy dream, they want to do this big thing and everyone else is like, uh, mm-hmm, yeah, right. Maybe you are the guy that supports it, that you actually ask questions and you get excited with them and you know it will or it won't happen, but that's not on you. That's not your problem. But maybe you're the guy who supports the crazy dreams, you know, if we could support the crazy dreamers such as ourselves, maybe we could help people create miracles in their lives and just maybe From creating those miracles with other people, we could create miracles in our own lives. Because you know that supporting other people's success is one of the best ways to guarantee your own. Right? So support the crazy dreamers. They deserve it. So do you. And on that note, be a crazy dreamer. (laughs) All right. There's so much more in Luminous. I'm not going to go through all of it with you today. But... I do hope that you have an opportunity to read it and go through it. The only other thing I wanted to point out are Chris Ann's new scopes. She has these awesome new scopes. It's This Intuitive Life. It is on page 12. And she's also posting them on Instagram and on Pinterest. But she's doing a weekly scope uh, for each sign that is a postcard. And they are so awesome. So I'm going to share with you Gemini. So this is Gemini's scope for this week. Emotional release is indicated after a deeply disappointing event. Hurtful words, actions, and intentions have caused intense sadness, grief, or heartbreak. Perhaps unexpectedly, making them even more painful, a good cry is cleansing and cathartic. Allow yourself to experience all the emotions, but don't become absorbed in them. Focus ahead. Pain and grief are a necessary part of life. Without it, you wouldn't experience the challenges needed for growth. The discomfort is an opportunity to expand and change your life for the better. It will bring clarity and enable you to put the past behind you. So that is Gemini's scope for the week. And I hope you get a chance to read through them. Definitely find yours and read through it. They're awesome. So I really wanted to congratulate Chris Anne on her new scopes. They are great. Really good stuff. So. Lots more in Luminous. I'll let you guys do that yourselves (laughs) and we'll keep moving. But I really loved that. I'm excited for her. It's fun when you get a great flash, right? You discover there's something that you really want to do. So, okay. Taking a quick look in the chat room, I'm definitely going to get to some of your questions. And again, if you're in the live stream, In over on YouTube, I'm keeping an eye there too. So if you want to ask for a reading over there, I will take a peek and hopefully get to you as well. So we'll get there. What I wanted to do with our sound therapy this week is to work on building up confidence. One thing I've heard from quite a few of my clients recently is that they're feeling like their confidence has been shaken up a little bit. And I feel like that is a place that we can continue to work together with, uh, you know, sound therapy is so good for that. Why is that happening? I don't know. I I mean, I do and I don't because every, you know, every situation is individual. But as a whole, I've seen some of my more confident uh, clients feeling a little bit shaken right now. Partly, I just think the world is weird right now and the world is competitive as hell. And I think that's a big part of it. So let's do a little clearing in the solar plexus and let's just help turn up your light. So here's what we're going to do. I've got a crystal singing bowl here to work with, and I'm going to play the bowl two times. So the first time I play the bowl, all I want you guys to do is focus on allowing the frequency of the singing bowl to clear out any Energy you're carrying in your solar plexus. Now, your solar plexus is the chakra right above your belly button. It's typically yellow. This is where you carry personal power, self esteem, confidence. And when it gets shaken, right? When it gets shaken, sometimes you will find yourself in a place of not feeling nearly as confident as you used to or as you are used to feeling. So that's why we want to do some work on that. And give you a big boost so that's the plan so I'm going to play the bowl and as I play the bowl the first time through all I want you to do is focus there holding the intention that the frequency of the singing bowl will help you to release any chords connections attachments psychic debris or any other frequency that could be holding you down holding you back or keeping the chakra out of balance so we'll start there Okay, so now I'm going to go back and play the bowl again. This time, we're going to change gears just a little. We've cleared now. Now I would like you to hold space to allow the frequency of the singing bowl to amp up that light. If you could picture your solar plexus like a lighthouse light that's oscillating around you, filling every space you are with with your light. Shining your light on every experience in your life. What would that look like? Well, that's what we want to do. We want to turn that solar plexus up so that it is a bright, bright light. I want this light to enter the room before you do, right? <laughs> this is the kind of light that shows other people that you know who you are, that you are very comfortable in what you're doing, and that you're happy with yourself, right? You're confident. Your personal power is where it should be. So we're going to turn it up. As I play the bowl, I would like you to envision your light getting brighter and brighter and brighter and oscillating all the way around you. Filling up every space you are in with that bright golden light. So here we go. I'll play the bowl. You expand your light. So good. Okay. Thank you. All right. So there's that bright light, right? And again, I would like this light to enter the room before you do. I would like this light to shine in a way that nobody can argue with it, right? (laughs) Right. Okay. I'm going to jump back in the chat room here for just a minute. We're going to get to some stuff here. I have one... Uh, healing requests today uh, for the group uh, every once in a while something comes up that is just so big that we're powerful we're so much more powerful together and I like to do it together and so I'm gonna ask you if you'll join me in doing a bit of a group healing for Oliver Oliver is four he was diagnosed with leukemia when he was two he's been going through treatment for two years Uh, Just five weeks ago, his mom was told that he is looking great and doesn't have to come back for treatment until October, and then immediately got the flu, and he is gravely ill, fevers of 105. He's in a good place. He's in a very good hospital. He has a lot of good things happening, what he needs right now. It's for his doctors to have all of the space they need to do the work they can do to bring these fevers down, to get this health situation under control. They discovered today that he's got some nodules on his lungs and they don't think they're cancerous. They think that maybe they're a bacteria or a fungal infection, uh, maybe as a side effect of, you know, a, a secondary effect of the flu. But at any rate, so they have some big things to tackle. They have some big questions to answer. And so. I would like to ask all of you to join me for just a moment in sending your very best to Oliver, to his mom, and to his medical team. Let's see him well. Let's reflect back to him. Running, playing, playing with his friends, playing outside, roughhousing with his dog, sleeping in his own bed, doing all of the things that we would anticipate a four-year-old to do. So I'm going to ask you to just take a minute with me now, combining our group efforts, our prayers, our intentions, shining back to Oliver a perfect picture of health, of this boy at home with the sun on his face, in the grass, having fun, everything we would expect for him. And then wrapping his mother in all of the love we have to give, the support, the care. Filling his medical team with confidence, with discernment, and with the abilities that they already have magnified in order to heal this child. And then filling the hospital with legions of angels to support him, his team, his mom, and everyone else in this facility. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is done, it is done, it is done. Good work. Okay, thanks you guys for joining me in that And I will keep you posted on our little Oliver, but I'm going to just keep holding space that that's exactly what happens. He just comes back to his natural form, right? Our happy kid who doesn't have to go back for treatment until October or longer, right? All right. Thanks, you guys, for joining me in that. I do appreciate that very much. Okay. So taking a look. All right. Julia says... I bought a Blue Shield travel device to help with Wi-Fi. Is it doing the job, or will I need to buy a house version to keep plugged in all the time? My upstairs neighbor just had to replace his router, and there is a lot it's a lot more powerful right above my bedroom. But the place is so small, my meter is picking it up everywhere. Yeah. I wonder, Julia, I wonder if you could put a piece of Organite on the floor, like right above where his router is to just help offset that? I think I would. I feel like, yeah, there's more going on there. I wonder, too, if there's smart meters around you or other things that you're not as aware of that are creating some EMF noise for you. You know, not everybody is so reactive to EMFs, but some people are, and Julia is especially susceptible, you know, to them. And so for her, it's important to recognize where they're coming from and offset them so that she can feel her best and so you know when I, when we talk about that some of you go what because it doesn't affect you and that's great more power to you but it they it does affect some people very strongly so anyway Julia I think I would I would get a little more help in there than that I feel like it's going to take that okay jumping quickly into the chat room here all right, I had seen somebody has a husband in the hospital. I wanted to make sure we got to that one, and, of course, I have lost it. Okay, it was Carol. Carol says, asking for some healing vibes for my husband, Rick. He is in the hospital, has a lesion in his spinal column. They ruled out infection, but they still don't know why or what it is. He has numb hands, and it affects walking. They have him on steroids, which helps, but thanks and blessings to all. Okay, absolutely, Carol. So let's take a look at Rick. Actually, this is a good place for me to show you guys a bit of work with alchemy. So we're going to call in, I'm going to ask what we're going to call in. Okay, we're going to call in the ethereal element of gold. And what they're showing me, Carol is running a ribbon of it all the way around his spinal column. Interesting because gold actually is really good for fighting infection. Uh, It's also good for inflammation. So we'll wrap it all the way around him. And it's going to stay. Sometimes with ethereal alchemy, they actually have you pull it out, but... It's going to stay. Okay, so that's in place. Oh, yeah, they said it has to stay to help continue to encourage healing. Okay. All right. But he is so tired uh, and tired of this situation. I'm going to ground him just a little bit, not a lot. Yeah, and then Carol... Yeah, I'm just going to wrap him up in a lot of light. So what they're showing me is that his body really needs the physical energy to keep working on itself while your doctors get it straightened out. And I do believe that they're going to figure out what's going on and get him on a path to recovery. I really do. I feel like that, that a diagnosis is coming here in the next short while so that you really know what we're facing here so that they can start getting him healed up so that he can get his, uh, modality back not being able to walk correctly is really really bothering him and and scaring the crap out of him obviously what you know and and you too I know so I want you to know that I do feel like there is a diagnosis coming so that they can help him get on top of this and beyond it so I just wrapped him up in a lot of green light and then of course that uh, golden ribbon around the spinal column to help support the healing there. So, so much love to you, my friend, and keep us posted. I'm so sorry that you guys are going through this. It sucks to be blindsided by weird health stuff, especially when your doctors are unsure. But I feel like you're in a good place. I feel like, uh, you know, you're in a good place and that you're getting good care. So stay the course and they're going to get you figured out. Okay. Terrell, Carol, Terry, good Lord. <laughs> Terry said, I've been a really, really healthy for 57 years. Then this past December, I fell straight down doing a James Brown split in the bathroom. Yikes. I can't do that anymore wearing tennis shoes. I have been hobbling around on my right side and having some heart issues too. What can I do differently to help myself heal in all ways? Terry, let's take a look. I'm so sorry. Let's see. Well, I really like that you asked what you can do to help heal in all ways because definitely you have to make sure that you are hitting the mind, body, and spirit aspects of this because for you, it's really scary to feel like you have lost a bit of your ability, your independence. I mean, I know you still have it, but you are very independent. And the idea that uh, any of that has slipped is frightening to you. Also, I feel like you're a bit mad at yourself. You've always really prided yourself on being healthy. And having these moments of not being healthy are, it's almost a jam to your pride. So some good self-love is going to be important here, right? Some good self-forgiveness and good uh, talks with yourself. I do feel like there's going to be some holistic health along with medical care. I don't think you can avoid that. You've got to continue on with some medical care to make sure that you have covered the whole picture. But I really feel like you may end up also getting some acupuncture to help work on the pain management and the balance piece. So I I do feel like there is a good home here. There's a good combination of all worlds of care to help support yourself better. On the heart stuff, you have got to follow up on that really well. It feels to me like they maybe haven't completely come to a complete answer as to why that's happening. So we're not going to suffer in silence on that at all, right? You're going to speak up if you're having an issue and keep getting answers until you know what's happening. That's going to be important. And I'm not saying that to scare you in any way. However, I do feel like facing the heart stuff head on is important. And I also want you to not be dismissed. If you have a doctor that, uh, you know, is it really hearing you, then get a second opinion because the heart needs to be addressed so that we can help you. You can help you and help your body heal. But be kind to you. Be really kind to you. You don't have any reason to beat yourself up. There's no shame in having a health issue, right? Everyone has them. You didn't cause this. It just happens. Yeah. I mean, surely, sometimes we cause our own, you know, stuff. (laughs) But I just don't see it here. I feel like your body just is having a moment. So, okay. Okay keeping moving on through here in the chat Laura said I would love some energy work and a message around the burning in my throat coughing and throat clearing I think it's digestive and would love some support it feels acidic doesn't it Laura I'm with you okay let's start we're actually going to start clear down in your at the bottom of your solar plexus I'm going to balance your solar plexus really well I'm gonna ask you to ask your nature path about making sure that your body is in good acid and alkaline balance. It feels very acidic. It tastes acidic in my mouth when I feel you, Laura. And I know that you are sick, you've been sick since the first of the year kind of with a flu thing, and then you got a little better. I know you've kind of been back and forth and now some digestive stuff. So, But that's what I'm thinking too. And, again, talk to your doctor about it and see what they think because it does feel like that. I would, if I were you, make sure that you are sleeping propped pretty good. Don't be sleeping flat. That's going to be a part of your issue, I think, and making sure that you are sleeping. So hopefully – uh, Mika doesn't need a visit by Aunt Katie to remind her that <laughs> so she has to let her mom sleep. I'm going to tell you, too, though, I think some of this uh, is it's emotional. I mean, there is a stress factor here, I feel like. And here's what it is, Laura. It is a resentment factor that is coming up from the events in the fall. I feel like as the dust has settled on those, there is a piece of you that just is so pissed off that it all happened. And that's what's kind of bubbling and boiling out of you if we look at it from like an energetic and emotional place. So I think you need to continue to talk about it, maybe write about it, but really let yourself be real about it because what happened affected you just as much as it did anybody else. And yet you have been the support staff, the, you know, the person that the the cleaner in a sense. And You have not really had the level of support that you need to get through the trauma of of the uh, of your husband's health crisis. And I think that that is one of the things that we really need for you. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So I released some tension, some stress in your solar plexus, in your stomach, and all the way up through your throat. So now you go to the work of letting that fire out of you. Okay? And if I can help with you in any way, help you with that in any way, of course I will. So there we go. All righty. Moving right along. Alrighty. Oh, Jody said you have to find the joy in the little things because sometimes it's all you have. My grandbabies have brought me joy in some really dark times. Of course, my kitties too. Good, Jody. I'm glad. it's one thing that our four leggeds are very good for, right? And all the kids in our lives. Okay. All right, Terry said she is flying on Sunday to see her brother, Oh, flies to Arizona on Sunday to visit her brothers and visit family in California. Let's take a look, Terry. Terry, listen to me. Ask for help in the airport, okay? Do not. Don't stress yourself. If you need to ask for a wheelchair or you need to ask for a ride or you need to ask for the golf cart, do it. Don't you dare suffer in silence and do more than you should be doing. That's not a good way to set your trip up. And I feel like you may need to do that, that the, just the trip itself, even though it might not seem like a super long trek to the car, it, you're going to be worn out from that travel. And I feel like you really, really, uh, will behoove yourself to ask for a little extra help and support so that you're not just throwing all of your energy into just the flight itself. So that you have some left (laughs) for your trip, right? But as you travel, have really good boundaries about getting the rest that you need. Don't feel bad about that. Don't make apologies for it. Everyone that you are visiting and going to see knows that you need a little extra rest. So don't feel bad about saying, maybe you guys go to lunch and I'm going to take a nap or whatever it is you need. That's absolutely okay. Don't even beat yourself up about it. But especially in the airports. Don't you dare walk more than you should and wear yourself out. Okay, okay, <laughs> that came up very strong. All right, Laura said. I thought it might be that I don't want to digest what's happening around me. Yeah, I think you're totally right. All right, Kevin said. Wondered if you could help calm down a headache. Going into self-reiki mode. Yep, let's do it, Kevin. So that's, in, that's coming up in the back of your neck, huh? So I'm going to call in the ethereal energy of sterling silver. And I'm going to start in the top of your head. I'm going to run that all the way down your head, through your spine, and just remove it at the base of your spine. So we'll run those ribbons three times. So I'm going to just send that ribbon all the way down through the top of your head, down the back of your neck. All the way down your spine. And I'll send that down three times to help release that, the pressure, and help to get the inflammation on track. So, Kevin, I think that that Reiki and self-care that you already started has made a difference as well already. So good job on that. Yeah, I didn't like the pressure in there very much. All right, one more thing there. I want to move through your third eye and release some pressure that way, too. So let me start deep inside of your head here, and we're going to send a big burst out through your third eye. Ouch, huh? (laughs) Okay, we'll do it one more time. Good, that's better. It hurt the first time. The second time, it didn't. So... (laughs) Good for us. All right. I want to just balance your crown really quickly, too, just to make sure we have your whole head feeling like it should. That is better. Okay. All right. Okay, Kevin, that's that's a little better. Hopefully, you feel a little better there, and good job on your own work as well. So, you know what we've done? We've talked down to the end of the show. I want to thank you guys all so much for being here. I want to thank you for being a part of the show. I want to remind you that I'm going to be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific right here on 1-2 Radio with C.A. Brooks for our brand new once a month pop-up reading show. It's our 1-2 pop-up truck. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you so much for being here. If you need a reading, some energy work, some animal communication, some mediumship, whatever I can do to help. You will find me over at one listencom for the rest of the day and evening, and I can help you out over there. So, thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Katie Weaver Show here on One Two Radio, where we're changing the way you listen to the world.